people, you know, I just realized how herring eggs important not as a food, you know, but as the the things to connect the community members. So it's not just about food. This is not about food. It's just the things that connect people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, of course, you spent some time uh, in Clinkett villages and uh, learned about the importance from from their aspect. Yes. And uh, and we're going to be talking about that during the evening at Egan series. Um, again, these are kicking off on Friday, and you are going to be the the guy to lead the pack, so to speak. Yes, I'll be the starter, I'll be Tyler for the, the semester long seminar series, I guess. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. What time is this going to start on Friday? It's going to be Friday in the Egan Library at 7 p.m. And we really want the community to come out. Uh-huh. Um, the lecture series at UAS is so important to us. And actually, Arts and Sciences has kind of taken the reins this year on guiding uh, Evening at Egan this year. So, um, we really want we we chose lectures this year that we hoped would excite the community, get people involved, um, and we want to see people in the library live. Of course, they're going to still be broadcast um, like they always are, so right. people can see them on YouTube. Um, but we really would love to see a vibrant crowd with us at all four of our lectures this well, fall. I think we're going to see. I, I think you'll have some good participation this Friday, particularly for the opening the opening uh, uh, lecture uh, again. The depletion of herring on both sides of the Pacific, is it a pretty significant depletion? What are we looking at? Yes, historically, I would say the, the, the depletion of herring stock that Japan experienced is very similar with what we see in South Alaska. You know, the, we have uh, so much herring, herring resources, we saw that we could continue harvesting herring forever, but uh, that was our mistake. And uh, I want to talk about how we can learn from the past mistakes and how we think about the relationship with the herring as a community as a whole. Now, from what I read uh, about some of your opening speech, it has a lot to do with the management, the wildlife management, correct? Yes, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and what is it that we're doing that's wrong as far as, as uh, managing herring stocks? Well, uh, in my opinion, uh, the Department of Fish and Games doing, I think they're doing a great job, you know, taking the, a lot of the staff, you know, doing the research on the having biomass. I think they're doing what they can do best. But at the same time, I want to emphasize the importance of a culture, putting a culture in the middle of the resource management. To do that, we need to get more involvement of indigenous people, uh, knowledge bearer because they have uh, so much knowledge that you know we could learn a lot so i right. i think you know the things we need to learn and things i want to emphasize that how we can put the culture in the middle of the resource management sure okay now uh, a question about japan um you mentioned the the herring eggs the herring roe are de- delicacy as they are with the the, the indigenous in, in alaska I did not know. They're also a delicacy in Japan? Yes, yes. We Japanese people love herring egg eating, you know, as a delicacy on the New Year's Day. And also, uh, if we go to a sushi restaurant, we can see some herring egg. Really? Give, yes, herring egg sushi. Are they prepared differently? Yes. Uh, for example, in here, in, in Alaska, Native people eat herring egg using the branch and also uh, the raw on kelp. 
but in Japanese people eat uh, kazunoko, which means uh, herring sakura itself. So, the, wow. yeah, so we, the both sides of North Pacific, we enjoy herring egg, but uh, the way we eat is different. Okay, okay, so the way it's prepared is different, but still a delicacy, both sides of the Pacific. So uh, a lot in common, a lot of, a, a lot of uh, common markers there. Yep. Excellent. And uh, now this is, uh, this is going to be the opening of the Evenings at, Le- evenings at Egan lectures. It is. You have others lined up. I do, what yeah. What do you have for us? So first I want to remind everybody that Evening at Egan is free. Uh-huh. It is open to the public. They're all at 7 p.m. in the Egan Library. And again, they're live streamed on our UAS uh, YouTube channel. Um, but also uh, on October 13th, uh, we're going to have a really interesting lecture that we're calling The Vicissitudes of Aging and Brain Health, What Your Parents Never Told You. Um, and that is going to be a, a Professor Emerita at UAA that's going to talk about something that I think affects so many people and that know folks or have folks in their families that have suffered from dementia. Okay. And so um, this doctor is going to come in and talk to us about aging and the brain and talk about things that, that we don't know about how our brain can age and also discuss some um, lifestyle and adaptations that we can make in our own lives having to do with our brain health. Mm. And I think it's going to be a really interesting lecture and talking about major advances that have happened in research um, about brain health. And I think it's going to be super interesting, really fascinating um, about how to keep our brains healthy. Wow. Yeah, really cool. That is interesting. Uh, I think uh, it would be hard to find somebody who doesn't have somebody in their family who has suffered from some sort of dementia or or mental... uh, mental illness uh, for that matter and that all has to do with brain health I agree. So that one, I think, I, I can't wait for that one. And then November 10th, also something that affects our community, we're going to be talking about impacts and responses, cruise ships, and northern communities. Ooh. Yep. And so Dr. Jim Powell, who is an, a research professor at UAS, um, is going to talk about the burgeoning cruise ship tourism industry, right, impacting all coastal communities. And there was this really cool multidisciplinary research team. It was funded by the National Science Foundation. Um, And there was a documentary film that happened um, set in Sitka. And uh, he's going to talk about that film. And he's going to then raise some questions about how can communities shape tourism and then how can mass tourism become regenerative. Wow. So we're going to talk about cruise ships and our communities. Yeah, it seems to me that you you have no shortage of super interesting lectures coming up. And then I have (laughs) to mention the last one because it's a, I mean, I'm in it, but it's also a really powerhouse of female identified people on December 8th. It's Ernestine Hayes, Lily Hope, myself, and Emily Wall are going to do this incredible evening of creativity where we're going to come together and we're calling it right now a winter fire showcase wait, of wait. creativity. Right now, is this kind of the placeholder? Yeah, we, okay. we, well, we're still, we, we just, <laughs> yesterday, basically, we came together and said, what's our, what's our exciting title of these creative, like female identified people who are going to come together and do performance and poetry and readings together. Right. And we came up with this 
winter fire showcase and it's about like mother and identity and womanhood and fire and coziness and winter and we're going to perform and we're going to read and we're going to do this incredible showcase together and all this is going to take place at the egan lecture hall Yes, really? on December 8th, <laughs> and it is going to be a powerhouse of, like, womanhood and performance and reading and poetry. And, I mean, Lily Hope and Ernestine Hayes, and come oh on now. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, well, they're all none to miss, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, those names, uh, those definitely stand out in this community. Hey, um, we're looking at 842 right now. Is it okay with you guys if you, if you hang out for a little bit? And yeah. uh, we're going to take a short break, get a couple of these out of the way. We'll come back and do some more Capital Chat. Love it. Great. All right. Uh, keep it right here. More Capital Chat on the way on KINY. It is 845. Good morning. We are in Capital Chat, and we are in Capital Chat with Karen Sokaitis and Shingo Hamada. Uh, Shingo Hamada is Dr. Shingo Hamada, by the way, a Fulbright scholar. What is a Fulbright yes. scholar? Well, thanks for asking. Well, Fulbright is the educational research program that aimed to uh, promote uh, cultural, the international understanding and uh, culture exchange. Okay. The program started started by the U.S. government after the World War II. You know, we had uh, so much hard time from the war, so the United States government figured out we need to promote more cultural understanding. So uh, then the United States government started funding the program to invite international scholars to the United States and also now... Uh, the scholars in the United States, you know, go to other countries to promote uh, an understanding of, uh, you know, culture understanding and also at the researches. Okay. So it's an exchange program, essentially, is what it boils yes, down the, to. Yes, it's an exchange program. Uh, I think 180 countries, uh, you know, participate in this program now. So how does one, such as yourself, how did you become a Fulbright scholar? Well, everybody said that's very competitive. To it is. get this funding. <laughs> but, uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> his face. Everybody says it's really it competitive. It is very. I love it. goes humble. It is very competitive. No, I mean, I mean the, if people that, you know, that met me in, for instance, Wales Island, Sitka, and all that, you know, they, they'll be surprised. What? Shingo? Fulblight? What? He's just uh, the guy who just enjoy fishing eating, having fun with local people. So I don't know how competitive rubber program is, but I really appreciate this, this program. This program you really gave me opportunity to come to the United States, come to Alaska, meet with many local people, non-local sure. people, and, uh, and talk about Japanese culture. But at the same time, I'm learning about the way of life in this year. So I really appreciate this program. Excellent. Now, how long are you uh, gone? How, how long are you away from Japan this time? Uh, I'll be here in Alaska for nine months. So I'll be here till the end of November. So I have uh, three okay. months to go. And I'm planning to go to Sitka in, uh, next month. Next month. Again, okay. uh, thanks to the support from the program. So I'm looking forward to meeting more people in Sitka and learning about local culture at the same time. Just you know, enjoy the conversation and the culture exchange. Sure. And that's the Fulbright OLF program, which is actually a really neat program 
where a Fulbright, um, anybody who's on a, the nine-month Fulbright programs can also apply for what's called the OLF, where they can um, go to another university, and Shingo is going to go to another UAS, you know, um, UAS um, campus, mm-hmm. but um, you could go to another state if you wanted and just go for a week or a week here or a week there, and Fulbright will support you in doing kind of additional research somewhere. So uh, now is this... Is this one of those programs where you you've they've chosen for you, or you've chosen which cultural uh, um, history and connections you'd like to learn about? Uh, that's part of the question. The other part of the question is: is Are you able to say, "Yeah, I want to spend some time in Alaska," and then I also want to spend some time in I don't know Florida or or Eastern Canada? Are you able to choose uh, multiple locations? Uh, yes and no. I'll choose my uh, research topic and the oh, place that okay. I want to go. Then uh, since I'm interested in herring culture and herring fisher management, uh, I wanted to come to Alaska and I contact to the U.S. and uh, Karen and the other faculty member agreed to sponsor me, to host me. So uh, here I am. So, uh, but at the same time, uh, with another you know Fulbright program, I'm allowed to go to visit other places to do some uh, some extra you know public lecture, public engagement. So that's okay. what I'm doing you know in Sitka. Excellent. Next month. Excellent. So more lectures in your near future. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm very looking forward to it. And where? What university originally were you? Did you graduate from? Uh, I. Uh, I'm glad you're from. Uh, I finished my program, uh, anthropology program in Indiana University. Indiana? Yeah, Indiana. Then I also did a master's degree, master's program in Portland State University in Oregon. So you've been around. Yes, I was in the United States for a total of 12 years, I think. 12 years. Wow. Wow. And uh, had you made it over to Europe yet? Uh, once, just I went to uh, Germany and Sweden. I went to Sweden to study the fermented herring food. They have herring there as well? Yes. Have you ever heard of the Schurstorming? It's no. uh, the fermented herring food that's known as the world oh. smelliest food. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Ludifisk, isn't that what they call it? Ludifisk. Yeah. I think they call that in like Wisconsin or something like yeah. that. I, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like super stinky. and yep. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, now I'm not sure if I want lunch today. Yeah. <laughs> well, that will be another research topic that I can share in uh, the Juno community. I'm happy to give a talk about uh, sugar oh. storming, how important herring is in a uh, European nation as well. Right, right. Although I did love my herring eggs in Sitka. It was oh. the first time I had ever tried. I moved to Alaska, and I went to uh, a tourism conference, uh-huh. actually, in Sitka. And uh, one of our hosts said, how do you like your eggs? And I like mine on branches. And they and mm. uh, tons of folks came in with fresh herring eggs dripping off branches. And oh, yeah. I, somebody handed me a branch, and I ate my herring eggs, and they were amazing. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's really hard to have a chance to eat a fresh herring egg. Yeah, yeah, you have to be at the right place at the right time. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh, yes, I've, I've had it. I've had it when I didn't like it so much, and I've had it when I did like it. Uh, I wasn't that fond of it with the seal oil. Seal oil is something else to get used to. That's uh, not for me. <laughs> but a little salt uh, mm-hmm. in the hairy name? Yeah, I like them that way. They were good. Yes. 
Okay. Uh, again, that's UAS Evening at Egan Fall Lecture Series kicking off this Saturday or this Friday, rather, September 8th uh, with Fulbright Scholar Dr. Shingo Hamada. And uh, then we have not just this Friday, September 8th, we also have October 13th, November 10th, and December 8th. And uh, uh, Karen Sokaitis is going to be a big part of the one on December 8th. Uh, along with multiple other big names through the community. And and you're going to have a lot of fun with that one. Karen. I am. All right. Well, thank you both for being here today for Capital Chat. Thanks for having, it. Us. Thanks for having us. And uh, look forward to this Friday. And I'd, I'd like to hear how it goes. I Unfortunately, I get to work. I get to work. I don't have to work. I get to work. So, <laughs> uh, again, thanks for uh, being here and uh, appreciate what you do. And we're going to be talking to you both very soon. Sounds good. All right, bye-bye.